all you had to say welcome to organic football podcast we're home of the dad king where your fantasy experts come to you for fantasy advice with your host marky mark coming to us light it up light it up brad Ah. Again with the inaugural dab on a Monday night, bro. I love to see it. And welcome back once again to the Organic Football Podcast. Guys, it's Monday Night Football. The Bucks and the Rams are getting after it. It's a 24-17 lead in fourth quarter for L.A. And, yeah, I mean, we're just sitting here. It's Thanksgiving week, and we are podcasting. You know, everybody – Kind of takes it easy this week, man. So we were kind of thinking the same thing, Rich. I'll check in over there with you. We might just kick back and just uh, let the good times roll tonight. Yeah, man. I, I thought maybe – I thought that was a, an idea just to be a little more freeform tonight and not have to not have to be so regimented, you know, so many, so many rules. <laughs> rules and regulations. It's a holiday week, man. It's a week to be thankful. Yeah, it's not the no fun league. It's the. I mean, I don't want to talk about. Let's the Jets. have some fucking fun league. <laughs> I don't want to talk about them, so we shouldn't. You know. Oh, the Jets were at the top of my list to talk about too, man. Actually, I was going to mention them. So I mean, <laughs> I, right. I don't know. Like, I should have something shit, to say on them. <laughs> well, let's start with the Jets. <laughs> All right, let's do that organically. All I got to say about the Jets is poor Frank Gore, man. Going to end his career on a winless team. Shame, shame. I don't know. Hey, the way Frank Gore was talking after that game, and now that he's going to be like the full-time starter because P. Ryan went down, sounds like he's a man who's on a mission and might go get them a victory at some point this season. So right out the gate, that's a little waiver guy for us here. We'll get there later. But I think Frank Gore is a pretty – pretty tasty little waiver guy with this injury i know he's i know he's fiery i know he's fucking ready he doesn't want to go out on an 0 16 team so tasty no salt needed oh (laughs) we are already getting into the food talk and you know with thanksgiving week it's on everybody's mind that that feast on thursday to go with the football game so we'll definitely get into that and there's no reason for anybody to be salty this week even me brad even as i take the loss against my arch rival and uh, podcast co-host over there, Rich. So, Rich, it uh, looks like you got it done again, man. Uh, nice victory. Well earned. Your team put up huge points. So, just wanted to uh, shout you out, man. Your team crushed it. Technically speaking, <laughs> we have 17 minutes left in this game. Oh. You're down 20.5 points right now. That's that's uh, technically achievable, so I will not concede the, the victory just yet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could concede a victory, but okay. Well, you can if you don't start a tight end. That's true. That's a concede. Oh, speaking right. of starting tight ends, Brad, you had an interesting tight end position uh, this week. Right. Number one tight end in a non-PPR status. That is correct, sir. You know, I've never seen – you've got to be pretty proud of your tight end, man. I've never seen a tight end throw the ball quite like your tight end was able to, man. That's pretty crazy. Dude, or run the ball like he does. <laughs> He's like a fullback 
a tailback, a wide receiver, a tight end, and a quarterback. It's kind of it's everything. When they, line, when they line up a tight end, like at quarterback, like the whole game, it's weird. Like, yeah, that. he's versatile. You know, <laughs> it was kind of interesting if you guys were watching the pregame of the uh, the games on Sunday, and you know, even ESPN, Matthew Berry's on TV talking about Tyson Hills listed as a tight end and a QB, and uh, you know, ESPN standard leagues or whatever, and everybody's just kind of like, okay. He's like, it will probably change next week. And you're like, oh. They already did. Just so you know, they did come out today with a notice. They will they will change him next week. He will be a quarterback only next week, Brad. So you will not have the advantage another week. But I think that's still I think that's still pretty nice. One week of that. I mean, pretty good move. That was that was a well, swift maneuver. If you go back three episodes ago when we were talking about it. Mark, you're just like, dude, when are you going to start him over Wall? And I'm like, dude, I might start him. <laughs> and then you're like, well, I'm like, if I don't ever start him, I just don't want other people to start yeah. him. And I said, mainly Toby. <laughs> and if you look at today's matchup, Toby did not have a tight end to start. And you know he would have loved him some Taysom Hill, you know? Mm-hmm. 24 points, my Waller. 24 points, you know, 200 something yards passing, two rushing touchdowns. Hell of a stat line for a tight end. I apologize, Rich, to Camara. He kind of took some of your yeah. rushing touchdowns, but uh, I could see that being a little troublesome. I mean, he's he's gonna run the ball. Uh, looks like it could be like a he's like a young, fresh Cam Newton man. Like, you know, when he was a young guy, that's what that's what that reminded me of seeing that there. Like he was just proficient enough with his arm. Looked like he had a left zing on those things. I don't know if he's got a lot of touch. Mm. I don't know if he's got a lot of touch on the ball. So I think that is a little worrisome for Kamara. I did have a note. Alvin Kamara, zero catches. First time, first time ever, zero catches. Wow. Very, very interesting there. Yeah. I think it, I think it might affect his, um, might affect his ceiling a bit. I, I think that's what I would see on a Kamara end there, but you know, I, I've been seeing it as just steady production out of him mostly anyway. And I think if he's going to stick around for a few weeks, which they updated Drew Brees to 11 cracked ribs now. Um, yeah. How many? So 11. He has 11 cracked ribs? I didn't even know yeah. I had 11 ribs, period. But he's you have 13. He's cracked 11 ribs. Yeah. And when it first came out, it was like two cracks, and then there was five cracked ribs. Two and then five. And uh, actually, upon further review, we have 11. 11 cracked ribs. That seems like that's going to take a while to heal. So, yeah, you could see Taysom Hill. You know what's interesting about the whole, yeah. you know, QB, tight end, Taysom Hill list like that? I guess conceivably you could have said, okay, well, Sean Payton's saying he's starting Taysom Hill, but could he rotate Jameis Winston in there, you know, every other series? Could he, you know, throw Taysom Hill at the tight end position, you know, for plays or split him out wide, whatever the case may be. So now that you've seen it in action, yeah, obviously he was treating Taysom Hill like he was Drew Brees. So that was the game plan that uh, Sean Payton went with. Might be Drew Brees on steroids. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean – I think Drew, uh, like they, they definitely had a different game plan, um, but they definitely felt that he was a starting quarterback, right. and they would utilize him more as like more as that running type quarterback, and and that was effective. They they had a game plan for Taysom Hill, mm-hmm. which was which was really nice. Oh, speaking of that Jets game, real quick, <laughs> Mark, I'll have you I'll have you know, oh boy. that Brad suggested and promoted me starting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense over the Chargers defense at the Jets or a home with the Jets. 
And I, I mean, I, I always say it, you make your own decisions, right. but Brad was, Brad was a heavy influence this week to get me to start the bucks, which is, you know, <laughs> at least, at least it's, it's held you a little more into this game because I'm down about seven points off of that. Oh yeah. I mean, if they didn't have the touchdown, it's pretty close. Well, yeah. If they didn't have the touchdown, then I'd rather have the the bucks in there right now. Yeah, yeah. They got a cheap. They got a cheap old touchdown. I I, I forgot about Joe Flacco. He, he's he's gonna do that, man. He's <laughs> gonna do something dumb like that. Easy pick six. Like literally, they're at the three, and then pick six them right there. He like walked in. He's like, okay, thanks, buddy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, can't even say that I saw that because well, it was the Chargers and the Jets. No, no, no. So. no I I don't I don't plan on. You watching that? I shouldn't have watched. I feel dirty for watching it. You guys want to hear a funny story? When I was in high school playing football, there was a batted ball that went straight up in the air. I was literally on like the five three yard line. I saw that thing coming up, and I'm like, dude, you just walk into the end zone, and dude, that shit went right through my hands. Oh. I was like focusing on the end zone, dude, and it just oh. dropped. And I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? To this day, my dad before he throws me something. He's like, you sure? And I was like, dude, you motherfucker. Still, he won't let you to, forget it. To this day, he before he throws me anything, he'd be like, you sure? And I was like, oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, it's sure. deserving. Dude, that thing was like right in my hands. Like it was like out of a movie. It went right through. Was it in slow motion up there? Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, I had both arms out, too. Papa. Yeah. Just went, hit off my legs and just rolled out. And you know you're never going to oh, get a, one that easy ever again, man. Oh, oh yeah, man. I mean, dude, I was not that stellar when it came to uh, football in high school. I just like to hit people. So special teams was kind of my forte. I like kickoff a lot. Like, that was my favorite thing in the world. But uh, yeah, so I didn't get too many opportunities, and I definitely blew that one. What it's, are you do it's a though? big regret of mine. It's a big regret of mine that I didn't play uh, football. Should have played, man. I, I wish I could go back and play now. Now I'm an old man. Can't be playing football like this. Let's turn back the clock. <laughs> what about let's let's oh, start a forty and over uh, league out there, man? Tackle. I'm all set. Okay, be pretty dope. Tackle. <laughs> Soft tackle. soft tackle. Can we call it soft tackle? <laughs> Don't hit me too hard. <laughs> QB rules for all of us. Nothing below the knee. Nothing towards the head. Every tackle. I got to work on my perfect, in, perfect form tackle. <laughs> head up tackling. Yeah. Let's make sure we're all doing that. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to fucking kill ourselves. <laughs> Another big story on the weekend, guys. Came out of the Cincinnati-Washington game where jo- Joe Burrow and the kid's showing so much promise as a rookie, the number one pick. He just gets his knee shredded. Uh, came out today. It's an ACL, MCL. They even went so far as to say there's even more structural damage. So uh, he's definitely out for the rest of the year, and I guess they're hopeful that he'll be ready by the 2021 season. But uh, you, you never like to see that, man. Tough to see that guy go down. Yeah, I mean, that was yeah. awful. I mean, uh, I mean that aside, I do want to kind of mention another play that happened in that game that was just phenomenal. Was that Chase Young play? Ooh. So that I don't know if you watched that, Mark, when he made caused that fumble on the one yard mm-hmm. line. I saw that. That was if you watch him, he cuts around a guy because he's like, "No, I'm gonna meet him at the one." And then Joe tries to make a step and just pop. It's like I was impressed by yeah, that. Like- 
Chase Young had a foot in the end zone and then was like behind an offensive player and had to like scoot behind him and then cut across on an angle and come and make that play and fucking meet him at the one and just laid him out, dude. Met him there and laid him out. I was like, okay. And I was like, wow, like Joe Burrow's a tough cat when he got up from that and then he gets injured in the game. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. But yeah, tough luck for the Bengals, man. And they learned before the game, like, Joe Mixon's on IR. Like they, they don't think he's necessarily due to come back in this season. So now they're down. They're starting quarterback. They're starting running back. I mean, any any of those wide receiver guys you had. If you have a T Higgins uh, or Tyler Boyd, uh, you were really digging yeah. that. Like I, I think those guys were nice flex starters every week. And now without those pieces, oh, you're screwed, man. You can't you can't start those guys. They're they're non starters now and until you see i mean ryan lindley was the backup i think you never want to see the big stars go down i mean saquon any of those guys like it's just not good for the game especially i'll tell you technically technically i mean i'm not happy about it or anything but i did have a a season-long bet on the cincinnati Bengals. i was just gonna bring that up (laughs) about five games of of under five and a half wins this season so i feel pretty secure in that so <laughs> that sucker's locked in pretty much at this point hey let's just talk about some of those other season-long bets you got you got the dk one dk is like seven yards away from his his over under for the season is going over in seven yards he had 875 he's at 868 oh yeah and then so <laughs> i had that one and then i have kyler murray of over 25 and a half throwing touchdowns and he's at 19 I like the odds on that. Well, on my way to all three of those. Well, Rich, I'm glad to say I helped you out with that Bengals one because, of course, I picked Joe Burrow as my Acapulco gold for last week. And by doing that, I completely jinxed him and possibly his career as he now has a shredded (laughs) knee. So, yeah. When you talk about shredded knees, like, that is totally applicable. Mm. Like, that thing is shredded, dude. I feel bad. Yeah, buddy. I mean, this is like kind of like Alex Smith. I hope he even plays right. You know, yeah. it looked bad when it happened, and then you saw him laying there. You're like, oh, yeah. And they talked about that other damage in the report. Yeah. It sounds sounds fucking scary, yeah. man. That's fucked yeah. up. They're gonna have to go in there, rebuild yeah. that whole thing, man. Bionic knee. It sucks, man, because Joe Burrow was fucking lighting it up. You know, like next year he would have been like, <laughs> you know, fantasy stud, NFL stud. Like Cincinnati was on their way to looking like a good team next year. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, like they, they're starting to put the pieces together there. Joe Burrow, you get those offensive weapons and they're gelling. The, the whole thing was to get to next year and start performing next year. And now they're set back on that path. It sucks. I, I actually, real quick, I do want to say that I, I did think it was cool that Chase Young was one of those guys that went over and, you know, gave him like the, sorry, man, sorry to hear that. Da, da, da. So I thought that was nice little sportsmanship. To me, Chase Young is is seemed like a real good kid, man. Solid, solid professional, right out the gate. NFL starting guy, like knows what he's doing on the field. I feel like he knows what he's doing off the field. I, I like that kid a lot. Agree. Move us along to the KC Oakland game on Sunday Night Football, and a uh, lot to go over in this game, real quick. I mean. CEH, he was doing work for you last night, Rich. You know, Clyde Edwards-LA. 
Elair. Uh, yeah, so. Elair. <laughs> I mean, way back in what, episode two, we glossed him as the Dash uh, with uh, Edwards Dash Elair. And, you know, he finally came out. I, I would say that looked like his best game of the season, one of his best. And, you know, he got the rock. And I, I saw a stat where Andy Reid coming off the bye really likes to establish the running game. And that uh, held true once again last night. Yeah, I mean, Le'Veon Bell even got a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So there was three, three three touchdowns in the running game. Um, and, you know, I, I there were periods of this game when they took uh, Dash off the field. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he, he still got, um, I think it was, you know, targets and carries. I think he had like 18. So that's nice. I'll take that in the Kansas City offense, mm-hmm. man. I'll take that all day, every day. That's why, like, I've never really stressed on a little bit of lack of protection, a little bit of lack of touches because I felt like we're going to get to winter time. Um, they're going to start focusing in on the run game. It's all long season long setup to be, you know, efficient at both mm-hmm. when they, when they get to where, if they get into a game and they need to run the football, they're going to be able to run the football. I think, I think you saw their offensive line gelling real nice and, and creating better and better holes each week as well. So it's time for dash to start cranking it up. And, and yeah, that was, that was his best performance of the year. And uh, he took a couple drives, took three drives off. I think there was three different drives when it literally wasn't him on the field. And that just that just plays out. They, they trust Daryl Williams. They'll show that in the two-minute drill. Um, whenever they're in the two-minute drill, they just put Daryl Williams out there. I think they just like having that big back back there just so that he can stand in front of Patrick Mahomes and just say, no, <laughs> you shall not pass. You know what I mean? So like he just plants in front and, and then can leak out anytime he needs to. And they just like to have that guy, the bigger guy in there. So they'll do that. So and Man, is it just fun watching that team too? Oh, yeah. Like it's just like they do it with Will, dude. Kelsey just gets open. Like he seems like a mismatch for anyone out there. So he's getting open. Oh. You got Hill just zigzagging around. Like I'm open. I'm open. Me, me, me. <laughs> and then, you know, you got your other guys, just, you know, Hardman and Robinson, they're all getting tough third down catches. And then you mix up bell and dash, man. Like that's a scary, scary offense. And their defense, I don't think is that great, but with an offense that good, it makes your defense better. So, well, honestly, give credit on the other side too. I think the Raiders, the Raiders are a good team, man. They're sure. they're starting to play really well. I think um, think that offense is going to be great. When you play in a game where you have to just like pretty much score and go 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 with that other team, and they're able to do it, I think that's that's pretty impressive. They've done it two games with them. So, you know, they, they scored 40 in the first game against them and they put up points in this game. I was, I was impressed with Derek Carr, man. He was, he was dropping some dimes. He was. was a few times I was like, Oh, look at that, man. He just, just floating a couple in there. Just, just the perfect trajectory where it was like, no one else is getting to it. It's just his guy. So it was a great game, man. Uh, I think, I think I, when they got the ball with a minute 15, I, I was like absolutely positive they were going to go down and win mm-hmm. the game. Like I, I just, I, you just kind of knew that's what was coming. Yeah, Mahomes has done it time and time again, man. And uh, the Chiefs are sitting there at what are they, eight and one or nine and one at this point? I think they're nine and one. Man. Nine and one, I think. Nine and one. They've won eighteen of nineteen. <laughs> that's just crazy, man. That really is. So, uh, I would like to say this because I did foresee the Taysom Hill thing coming about. I was two weeks early on that. So, you listeners out there, whoever you are. If Booker is still available in your league, go get him now because mm-hmm. Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs, he got popped. 
and he came running off that sideline, grabbing that shoulder, just like it looked like he got like it was that same old injury. Turned out it was just a little stinger. He came back like three plays later, and he was good to go. But he's gonna he, the way he runs, he's gonna get hit, and then Booker's in, and he's suitable to to take over. Well, that's so. what I've I've tried to like pick up on this this year though, like. Pre-existing type smaller injuries are what lead to a player getting actually injured because they like have to deal with and manage that injury in game. I feel like it opens them up to a little more risk of an actual injury in game. Mm-hmm. That's what I get like worried about, and especially like you say, Josh Jacobs. He runs like a just a bull and just with no regard, and yeah, he he can he can blow himself up because he's part of that collision, too. That's a good point, man. All right, uh, let's talk about – this ought to be fun. Uh, Let's talk about the NFC East, otherwise known as the NFC Least. Uh, Guys, taking a look at the standings today in this division, uh, well – It's a nail-biter, man. (laughs) There's four teams with three wins – yeah, four teams with three wins – but one, the Philadelphia Eagles in the lead are in the lead. You know, they're, they're sitting there in the driver's seat at the top of the division with their one tie and their record of three, six, and one. So, I mean, who's going to win this? Are we going to see a seven and nine or six and 10 team hosting a playoff game this year, man? We might have five wins. Five, five wins might win the NFCs, oh, which is just absolutely absurd, but it's still a possibility. Is it possible to even have a tie tie? Like, how many tiebreakers are there? Like, wait, we both suck. Well, no, they have What's a lot your of divisional record. We both suck. Okay. Divisional records, then they go to like common opponents, then it's conference record. I think there's still shit after that. I don't know. Yeah, but like, they've all beat zero. They've beat one person, you know? <laughs> like, what if they're both like one and <laughs> I don't know. That'd be just crazy if, like, it went down, like, four or five, and they're just like, yeah, we suck. We suck. (laughs) It just just does bother me about the NFL. Like, one thing I wish they would change is, like, to flip-flop this. If if a team comes in with a losing record or a worse record, no matter what the thing Mm -hmm. is, whatever the matchup is, if you have a worse record, you're in. You don't get the home. Yeah. Like, they flip-flop the home. Yeah. That's what I think should happen with it. Like, yeah, you're in, but you're the fucking sevens. Mm-hmm. And I want to say you have to have a minimum of seven wins to get in. Uh, yeah, man. I could see a minimum win requirement. That makes like sense, Like, if too. seven and nine, I mean, that's still a pretty yeah. bad record to get in. Yeah. Six I and think seven ten. and nine should be a fair minimum. That Six and ten, the- fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here. You don't belong in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sit well with me. No. <laughs> I think that's one of Brad's like phrase catchphrases, man. Doesn't sit well with me. I like that one, Brad. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Take that one to the fucking bank. To the bank. Approved. Uh, yeah, I mean, so who's coming out of this? We've talked about this horrible, dreadful di- division a couple times. Rich, are you still on the Washington football team? Uh, I guess I'm still uh, going to ride with the Eagles as terrible and utterly bad as they have been. Man, who you got, Brad? I just pulled a name out of a hat, and it says the Giants. <laughs> so I'm going with that. Oh, he's got the Giants. I'll go somewhere else. I'll go the Cowboys. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. 
<laughs> so one thing, yeah, I saw they made a little move at their offensive line. They moved Zach Martin out to their tackle position instead. He's usually their guard. They looked pretty nice in that game, I thought, against the Vikings. Uh, and the Vikings have been playing a lot better. Coming into this game, the Vikings were good. This is a home game for the Vikings. So I liked what I saw of the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I think they're a team that not a great team, but in this division, I think they can take the division. And Zeke finally went over 100 yards in that game, I saw. Yeah, they got the, they got the run game going. Andy Dalton came back, settled down in the passing game. That looked a lot better. Did you guys see the CeeDee Lamb catch? Oh, dude. Gotta see that, Mark. That's good shit. Brad's taking a dab. <laughs> I think he saw that. Yeah, shit. You should look it up right now, dude. That thing uh, was insane, Mark. It's that, it's that good, Mark. You got you guys to see CD Lamb. You should look it up. He's he's running like a back fade to the end zone, and he's like looking over his like left shoulder, and he throws it over like the back shoulder of the other D back. Mm-hmm. So as he jumps up, he turns all the way back. So he's falling down, catches the ball, and lands on his back. Nice. It's just like. The contortion he did in midair to not only track that ball, see it, but also maintain control when he went down. Dude, I thought when he popped and up, then, he did that little shimmy. I was like, you do your thing, buddy. <laughs> Brad, same game. Thielen, you see the Thielen catch? That's what I did see. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't see where he got injured, but I saw he got kicked. <laughs> I saw that. Oh, game. Brad, it, it's not IR. I saw that report. It wasn't IR. It was COVID list. So Thielen goes on the COVID list. Mm-hmm. Oh, COVID list, but um, not not for a test either. So if 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 it's just contact, which we don't know yet, we find out later. Uh, if it's just contact, then he could play. He could still be playing this weekend. But yeah, just just adds up the the COVID stuff. It's coming up again, but COVID on you know a big name player this time who's actually fancy relevant. You got to pay attention. Oh yeah, and I mean not only that, uh, you know, great one handed catch he had in the corner of the end zone. But speaking of fantasy relevant, don't look now, but Adam Thielen's sitting there with eleven touchdowns on the season. Is that right, guys? Got to imagine that's leading wide receivers at this point. Yeah, I, I tell you, Maybe if he goes down, Sarope, I know, I know you're an avid fan, but that is a tough blow to sustain. You've already sustained Dak. I don't know if you can do that too. So, hope hope it's not something serious. So, yeah, I mean, right now it's just the COVID list uh, for Thielen and Justin. Justin oh. Jefferson had a pretty nice uh, outing that game too. Well, that's the thing right now too. Is like we are like these next two weeks are very very crucial to like mm-hmm. getting in the playoffs, especially oh, yeah. ours because we have like I don't know seven teams fighting for three spots. Oh, yeah. That's That being said, like, if you have a guy that even just goes on a COVID list for two weeks, now's not the time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, two weeks is tough, man. Yeah, yeah two weeks can mean your whole season, man. Mm-hmm. These are, yeah, these, I mean, this is, I think this is critical uh, critical action time in pretty much every league, even regardless of your setup, it's, it's still vital importance to the seeding right now or, you know. A lot of teams. I would say most leagues. You don't. You don't have that many teams that are eliminated from action. You know, so um, pretty much everybody should be mostly in it. There might be a couple scragglers <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. yeah those kind yeah. of guys. Uh, up real quick on that COVID topic, which we love to talk about. Yeah, but, uh, it, uh, I don't know if you saw that today, but Mark Ingram. Mm. And J.K. Dobbins, 
both tested positive. So this is different. They've it's a come out as tested positive. So they will be out. So this and they're is like scheduled where to play Thanksgiving night. So they're definitely out on Thursday. Yes. Yeah. So they're out. They will be out. So that makes the number one priority spot start for two weeks uh, is Gus Edwards and uh, Gus Edwards. Man, when they faced the the Ravens a few weeks back, he had a pretty good game. I think he had like. 80-something yards and a touchdown in that game. Mm-hmm. So very viable, even though Pittsburgh is a very good defense. I think Gus Edwards brings brings what it is. I think uh, we've talked about it before, but I think when one back, not named Mark Ingram, is taking care of the ball right. in that backfield, I think that can be quite productive. I, I don't think Mark Ingram is very productive anymore, and I think they're starting to see that. Did you guys – He he played five snaps in that game. Uh, this yeah, they're completely moving away from him and phasing him out. It seems like, man. Yeah, I think I think they're kind of like they're they're kind of done with it. So I, I think Gus Edwards is a, a must pickup, and and you know as a as someone who rosters J.K. Dobbins out there, like you're you're getting excited for that prospect because I think he's the best back really in the in the backfield. So once he's done with this COVID deal, which we just discussed, it can't it can be two weeks that you're out uh, with that. So that. That sucks for this timing, but if you're getting into the playoffs, it might be pretty nice. Nice. Yeah, so we mentioned the COVID list and the, all that wonderful COVID news that we uh, always have to get into. Just to, yeah, I mean, we got to keep everybody updated, man, and it's it's tough. It's been a long grind this season trying to manage all this stuff, and 2021 is on the horizon, you know, but we got to – Hopefully everything gets back to normal then um, in a number of different ways. But until then, hey, we got some fantasy championships to decide this year. And like you guys said, I mean, we're heading into the stretch run here. I mean, weeks 11, 12, 13, this is, this is where it all comes down. You know, a lot of seasons and playoffs, hoping and dreams come down to these last few weeks here. Crucial. Crucial time. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope the people who are listening are are in competitive mode in their leagues. Yeah. You know, I hope we've helped to help to guide you towards down that path to get competitive and get there. And I think the whole point is to just to think about things a little more in depth and and uh, put your mind to it. You can you can definitely compete. You know, there's there's ways to put yourselves put yourselves a little bit ahead of the game. And, you know, for those leagues that do have some uh, fantasy teams that are out of it at this point, you know, I always encourage, you know, you you need good owners, whether you're having a a good season or a bad season, good fantasy manager. So, you know, if your season's going down the drain, you still got to get your starting lineup out there. I mean, that's the responsible thing to do if you're a part of a solid league. And, you know, uh, the good thing about our league is there's there's still some bonuses you can hit even if your season hasn't gone the way you wanted it to uh, up till yeah. week 15. I actually think highly stress you guys do that because if you are having an off year, you know, it's still relevant. It's still fun. Mm-hmm. You still want to compete weekly. It's not like, oh, well, I'm not getting top six, so fuck it. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, dude, I can still make sixteen ninety bucks if I if I play my cards right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we for the listeners, we put a we put a bonus for each week for the highest scorer, and we continue that into the playoffs action 
we lock out everybody who's not in the playoffs from the rosters roster moves they can't they can't acquire they can't do anything of that but they can still put up a starting eight in our league uh and get the highest points and if you get the highest points you still get a, a bonus that week so still something to play for all the way through week 15 and then we go to our championship and just focus in on that that week yeah, it's all about the Benjis in week 16. That's the cash game. Cash in the trophy. Yeah, buddy. And, of course, on the other end, too, you don't want to get last in our league mm. uh, because you are also trophied. <laughs> the awarded for that. The trophy. You get the You're awarded. Trophy. Yes, yes. There is, there is one trophy on one side. There is one trophy on the other side. You get one or the other, one for those. There's all the guys in the middle. They're all still unhappy, too, but at least they don't have that other trophy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and you have to look at that bronze shitter for an entire year until you can uh, – Take it off your mantle. It's probably hiding in the closet uh, down in Tucson right now. But it's not what's supposed to no, happen. No, it's supposed I, to be on the desk. The, I thought it was in the bylaws. It's supposed to be displayed. Yeah. Just as not sending you monthly pictures. You would, you would display uh, your your I've won trophy. Yeah. Ooh. Trust me. I had that what? sucker. Okay. I displayed it. So what do we got? What an interception. He broke on that ball so fast. Oh, yeah. Did he catch it? Yeah. Yeah, that was Whitehead. Yeah. Uh, they got that's the thing about this, um, this Tampa Bay defense. Um, they they take a little bit to gear up. They always let people score a little bit of points at the beginning of the game, and then like then they clamp down. Mm-hmm. They start, then they start making plays. Like, guys, bring it. Bring in the first Yeah, quarter. they've been looking completely different. Mm-hmm since halftime here. So is Tom Brady, who has looked completely <laughs> inaccurate since about the first quarter. Ooh. I don't know what is going on. Dude, he's been getting slammed. Did you, did, I was going to say, did he get hit in the head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, there's yeah. a couple times he got hit. and yeah. He's an old man, dude. Mm-hmm. So We're just talking about we wouldn't throw on pads, us ourselves. Yeah, And he's literally our age. So. <laughs> he's older than us, but yeah. And he's literally putting on pads and getting hit by him, Donald. You know, like not Donald too, but Aaron Donald. You know, Aaron Donald. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. I mean, if you paid me like fifteen million dollars, I'd do it. Alex Smith's first game back, and Aaron Donald came and like jumped on his back. You remember that? He literally jumped I've on his back. I was like, man. Come on, dude. That's not cool. Like, you didn't have to jump on his back. He could have just tackled him. Like, Jesus Christ. You know his leg's fucked up. Come on. Leave him alone. Get out of here. Who was the, the guy? Uh, who was that? Hainsworth? Albert Hainsworth? Who, he was out there stepping on guys, stepping on their heads, trying to, like, break their ankles in the pile. You're like, come on, man. we got to take it to that level. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking relax. Sue does that. And then he got like a $100 million contract from uh, the Washington football team. And, uh, oh, they were the Reds. If you remember that. <laughs> yes, that's true. I guess we can retroactively say their former name. They were the Reds. That is, yeah, I don't know. Can you say it when it's in regards to that? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, man. We'll walk uh, <laughs> it looks like we got one more little uh, conversation point. 
before we hit the uh, intermission, guys. And we want to talk about the best QB wide receiver stack uh, thus far that we've seen in the NFL. And uh, I'll go first, and I'll go ahead and steal yours, Brad. You have to say something different. I think it's Russ and DK, <laughs> uh, just the chemistry I've seen from those guys. And DK is just an animal. You throw the ball up there. Nine times out of ten, he's going to find a way to go get it and make a play. All right, I'll go with uh, the. Like I agree. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll go Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. All right, I was going to say, I guarantee you don't have mine. Well, initially I was going to say, I they're not there now, but by the end of the year they will be. It'll be Mahomes Ooh. and Tyreek Hill. Mahomes and Hill. I think those are those are three nice ones we've gone through. I've got I've got a sneaky one for you. I got a little little sneaky, sneaky guy for you. Uh, Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. Oh, man. Those guys. Those guys, I think by the end of the year, I think they're going to be right there in that conversation for the top top stackers like that. Dude, I was trying to tell Jay that, like, Josh Allen's the number two quarterback and this and that. And he's like, uh, I said how Greg didn't want to trade for him back in the day. He's like, yeah, but he ended up getting Herbert, so that's not too bad. I'm like, dude, it's Josh Allen's the number two quarterback. He's like, yeah, but what, is, what are they averaging? They're pretty close, right? And I looked, and it was like 24.3, and Herbert is like 23.9. And I was like, holy mm-hmm. fuck. I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah. yeah. He's surprisingly good, man. Like, he's – Yeah, Herbert's putting up close to 30 in almost every game, it seems like. He's super impressive. I mean, here we are t- back back to talking about the Chargers and the Jets game. But um, yeah. in that game, I will tell you, was that Chris Godwin? Chris Godwin got himself a touchdown. Ooh, does he, does he touch out? They're going to look at this. Oh, that toe. That toe might have touched. Oh, no, he's in. He's in there. It's about now. Look, it's about look right where's, here, look right where's here. the ball though? Oh, okay. Where's the ball? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> they just showed the pylon cam. That was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. You <laughs> look underneath it. I think he's in. I think he's in. That looks like he's in to me, man. I think they called it a touchdown, right? By the way, the goal line extends all the way out past. I think he's in. So if you cross it out of bounds, you're still in. They put it in. They put it in on the scoreboard. Oh, yeah. Yep. Everybody's all happy. Oh, we got ourselves a touchdown. Okay. She's up by eight still. She's up by eight on that scoreboard. Man, that's a close game. Dude, just think about how many people are sitting there with Chris Godwin and Tom Brady stuff right there just going, is that a touchdown? Is it a oh, touchdown? Yeah. Is it a touchdown? Is it a touchdown? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you got the – Just kick that extra point, man. Kick the extra point. There's a Ronald Jones owner just sitting there, and he's like, Ronald Jones get a touchdown. If he doesn't get the touchdown, Ronald Jones get the touchdown. <laughs> Maybe they'll give it to Fournette. <laughs> Maybe they'll put it Fournette. They'll fuck, fuck Ronald Jones. <laughs> That's fantasy, motherfuckers. <laughs> Other people's with the Rams defense. That wasn't a touchdown. <laughs> oh, my God. It's bullshit. Too funny, man. So we're tied to 24 now in this game, right? Or did they kick it yet? Yeah, yeah 24-24. Yeah. Yo, so while we were still on the Chargers and the Jets, let's go ahead and take a quick peek before we hit this intermission, guys, at the Jets' remaining schedule. Is this team going to run the table in reverse? Are they going to pull it off? Are they going to be 0-16? So, uh, let's see. This Sunday they have a home game against Miami. I would foresee the Dolphins winning that. Uh, then they have a home game against the Raiders. 
Nope. No. I'm going to take Vegas in that one. What do you guys think? All the way. That's probably going to be a 10 point favorite. <laughs> Followed by, as we turn the page into December, uh, week, what is that? Week 14, they are at Seattle. Nope. Week 15, at the Rams. Nope. Yeah, that's week 16. They have a home game against Cleveland. And the, to hit the 0 and 16, that would be at New England to close out the season, man. So. One thing, Mark, I do have a sneaking suspicion that they actually beat the Miami Dolphins. Oh, okay. You're calling that the right off the bat here to get off the schneid this Sunday. Huh? Yes, I do. That's about their closest think, chance, that and the Patriots at the end. Think about Frank Gore. If Frank Gore wants to fucking go have a great game, why not against the Miami Dolphins? He'd love to do it. That's true. Yeah, so I, I, I have a sneaking suspicion about this game, that this might be the game that they get it done. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, don't get me wrong, they're a good team, but I think they're still settling into what they are. And that little bit of turmoil that we saw at quarterback, they pulled Tua in that game. They put in Fitzpatrick. So yeah. it might take them a week to get everything back in back in gear. I think they're still working through what they are as a team, and I honestly think they're a year out from being a really good team. So I, I think they're ripe for the pickings here on this, this weekend coming up. I think the Jets have their best chance right now. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. I've, I'm seeing some 0-16 on the horizon. The Cleveland game is actually the one where I'm like, depending, Baker Mayfield has looked pretty atrocious this year. Uh, he can't hit wide open tight ends in the end zone. He overthrows them by five to ten feet. So. Disgruntled Hooper owner. <laughs> I was just about to say. Um, just, are we talking about Austin Hooper over here? He is complete trash. Like, let's not talk about the weather he's had to play in or anything. Just like yeah. specifically <laughs> touchdowns to tight ends. He is still airmailing shit, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating. If you saw that. Rough play develop where Hooper was wide open in the end zone. I mean, I saw him sneak through the line. I saw the exact route he was taking. I saw Baker look at him. He's throwing it, and you're like, no. No. Come on, Baker. Come on, buddy. Baker. I think even Austin Hooper was a little confused. Like, dude, I'm down here. Come on. Hey, before we get out of these games, I did have a couple injuries I wanted to throw at you guys. Um, Rex Burke had one. That's that's kind of a big one. Um, Rex Burkhead is out for the year with an ACL, so I think. Oh my God. Um, Has anyone checked on Josh yet? Josh Daniels. Oh, Josh okay? Daniels. Yeah, he's been crying a lot, dude. He's oh my crying. God, man! It's like losing a dog, dude. Whew. I hope he's okay, dude. <laughs> Send him your condolences. To, yeah, heart goes out to him and as well to him. To him and his weird thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Rex is a dog's name, so Here, it, makes sense. Oh, it all yeah. makes sense now. <laughs> it all clicks, man. Wow. But no, so I mean, I, I I think it'll be a click up for a guy like Damian Harris. I think it'll be a click up. I don't know if it gets to where James White might be like a, he might be a flex consideration here in a standard league almost. He's kind of on that borderline, I think. Uh, some teams will pick him up and, and put him on that borderline flex consideration starter. Oh, and then Juju, did you see that? He got he got hurt. He twisted up his ankle. He stepped on a flag. Yeah, what happened with that, dude? Of all the things, a flag? He stepped on a flag, yeah, and, like, tweaked up his ankle. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God, man. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. And, I mean, you, you look at that, that offense, that's one thing I did want to bring up on the Steelers is that that offense, man, 
It's looking pretty nice to me. I mean, I know they're playing the Jaguars and all that, but they're consistently getting 10 targets to each of those three wide receivers. Um, They're consistently getting about at least 15 carries or so uh, for James Conner. And, you know, sucks that he got a vultured touchdown from Benny Snell in this game. But otherwise, otherwise he looked pretty good. I liked what James Conner was bringing in this game. I know. Yeah, you weren't lying, Brad. How you said that a couple weeks back that James Conner drives all the way down the field and then they bring in Benny Snell within the five yard line. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I don't know. And now um, I see what you're saying. Yeah, if it's though. within, well, I, I think I said within the three. But if he gets within the three yeah. yard line, that motherfucker comes off the field, no matter if he did 97 yards of hard work, dude. It don't <laughs> fucking matter. It's bullshit. Didn't, didn't even come off the whole time, man. Just yeah. ran the ball. <laughs> So let's get, uh, jump in because uh, I'm thinking of my in. head now. Jump well. Let me dive finish in. my thought. Dive in. All right. So uh, I got some starts coming up, and I got five beast guys in my opinion that I don't know to start because oh, yeah. I went with James Conner because Mark, I do. I listened to your opinion, and you had some good points. I'm like, he's a running back. I got to go with him. But then I watched AJ Brown, just beast mode, mm-hmm. get it in for to tie oh, yeah. it, and go to overtime. So that's kind of where let's talk about the Baltimore-Tennessee game here. I mean, this team is just so big, dude. How do you stop these guys? I mean, I feel like it's going to be Tennessee and Kansas City for the AFC Championship. That's why I like Tennessee pieces. It's a repeat of last year, man. Yeah. I like Tennessee's pieces, man, when, because, like you said, the way they're built with Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown and Jonu Smith and Corey Davis, like, those are big dudes out there like just pounding people and the way they use their tight ends like anthony ferkser like they use those guys in the run game i love what they always do they like they're like swinging them left to right and you can never tell like which direction the run is actually gonna go they're like kind of misdirection always with their tight ends it's like it's very very interesting stuff they do with their offense i, I like that i like that team a lot so, Brad, you're saying you got five guys for this week and four spots, and you're trying to decide who's the odd man yeah. out that should be riding the bench? Yeah, I got Nick Chubb, James Conner, Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, and A.J. Brown. Five studs, man. <laughs> five absolute studs. Yeah. You've got five absolute studs, man. I know. At this point, I mean, uh, yeah, I might tend to agree with you that Connor might be the guy that I would have to leave on the bench. Uh, just the way AJ Brown has been playing, I mean, him and DK are just two of the biggest beasts receivers in the NFL right now. And <laughs> you're not benching Tyree Kill for any reason ever. Nope, so he's too quick. <laughs> yeah, man. See, <laughs> I'm open. I'm open. Hey, hey, throw me, throw me the ball. Yeah, Brad, actually, I think we have a big game uh, next week, man. Uh, next week? Week 12, bro. Oh, my goodness. Tough draw for you, Mark. So, dude, I I'm, I saw the, the schedule on the horizon, and I was having <laughs> much trepidation. Oh, man. But, hey, man, if I can, uh, you know, go 2-0 and on the way, close out the season, I might be able to sneak in. And if not, well... I mean, my team only scores 75 to 85 points every single week. So, unless, really, my opponent has a down week, I uh, I don't know. That's that's my ceiling, though, is about 86 points, I think. I mean, shit, I scored 60 last week, Mark, so. Yeah, I mean, every week is, is a week-to-week thing. There's, there's very fluky things that can happen, very lucky things, and bad luck and good luck. It's all there. 
outside the number one tight end this week, though. <laughs> you fucking guy. Man, that guy can throw the ball like no tight end I've ever seen. That was bro. the best throwing tight end I've ever seen. Dude, I was talking to Toby during the game, and he's like, dude, when the fuck has he ever been a tight end? I was like, every game before this. <laughs> Just kind of fucking. Well, he's been listed as exactly. a tight end. He hasn't necessarily played tight end. But yeah. yeah. He's kind of like a blocking tight end. Uh, it's a blocking tight end. I would say, man, though, like, yeah, that's 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 the thing is how you could like really separate yourself, though, is to like actually like open yourself up. That's what I was kind of saying earlier is like open yourself up to thinking of like things like that of like, should I be picking up a Taysom Hill? Like, is it is it something I should do? Like me, like not necessarily like I wasn't like an advocate for it, well, especially because Brad was like low on maneuvers. He's he's made his acquisitions very high, so. I was like, dude, I don't know. Like, you're tight on those maneuvers. Brad does a lot of things very, very high. <laughs> I will have to agree with that, Mark. But I told you, I, this I, I felt felt true to my gut, man, and I had to tra- stay true to my convictions that if I didn't do this, Toby was going to get him. And dude, Toby, I knew wanted a tight end ever since the trade deadline. He was trying to ship Tanya for anyone. Oh yeah. oh yeah, anyone. And I was like, he's like, he's a beast. I'm like, he's not a beast. And he's like, yes, he is. And then like three, he's like, not he a beast. Him. Yeah. And then he drops him for like a guy in IR. So I don't know what that was about. Maybe he can come on the show and explain himself. That was weird. <laughs> he didn't even start a tight end because of that. I mean, he didn't need to. He lost by like thirty something. I think what happened was he thought he was going to start, then realized Zacherts wasn't going to play, and then was like, "Well, fuck." And I then I think out like of twenty-five said, moves, I can't make another. I, th- I think he looked at it and he said, "Okay, well, I can wait and I can see if I'm close. If I'm close, I pick up one of the uh, Los Angeles Rams guys." Yeah, I think that was his mindset, man. Yeah, but he wasn't so close. It's always interesting with you know some leagues they don't put a cap on waiver moves. Usually well, ours is fifteen, which makes it really tight. We extended it this year to twenty five with all the uh, COVID bullshit we were anticipating. But you know leagues where it's just a free for all, man, it's it doesn't make some of these decisions so difficult. Yeah, you know? so it kind of adds a whole help when you have a limit on your waiver maneuvers. I actually I was the reason we had a waiver limit it, when I was playing in my brother's old league. This is like maybe. 15 years ago i was just college partying selling pot you know just living the life and every day i woke up at 7 a.m and i hit that free wire while everyone else was at work you know on tuesday morning i think i made about like 67 maneuvers that year it was absurd 67. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, and I was getting all So you the guys. advocated for a waiver limit due to the fact that you were just addicted to waiver moves one year. Yeah, they had to find some way to intervene. Hey, so. You know what? <laughs> some way to intervene. It was an intervention is what you're yes. telling me. <laughs> Listen, you're affecting. Probably wasn't the first one you had in college, huh, Brad? <laughs> no, that was the first. Maybe you should have had more, but whatever. Well, hey, at least you uh, finished college in your, you know, early 20s, Brad. You didn't wait till, you know, your 40s. But what can I say? Some people take a different path. I'll tell you what, if it wasn't for my younger sister about to graduate, I, I probably never would have. I was like, holy shit, get your shit in gear. No way your little sister <laughs> beat you out before you. She can't beat you. <laughs> Mark, I went to school for two years. I went to school for two years. I'm still technically, like, with the amount of credits that I got in those two years, I'm still technically a freshman. 
Dude, I went into this and they were like, hey, do you have any credits to carry over? And I was like, uh, don't even bother. Just <laughs> Let's just start ground zero. Let's, Let's just start, start over. Ground zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're hitting the reset button on life. But, uh, all right, guys. Yeah, let's uh, go ahead and hit this intermission, and we'll talk some waivers while we're in there. And then on the back half, man, it's all about Turkey Day. Preview these uh, three games on Thanksgiving and, you know, get into some of our favorite holiday traditions maybe. So let's kick on back because it is time for that herbal intermission. Kaka. Kaka. And we invite everybody. It's the holidays. Join, a, join the circle Bring it in. Bring it in close. Well, no more than six feet, but, you know, just kidding. We don't give a fuck. We're passing a blunt around anyway, so, I mean, germs, they happen. What are you going to do? <coughs> Sir? <laughs> Sir? <laughs> what a classic timing that you were saying that. That was good, <laughs> that man. I have a sneeze fit. <laughs> Just kidding, everyone. Just We're kidding. extending the six-foot barrier of the circle to ten feet. There goes Tom Brady. That's it. Tom Brady with a pick right there, too. I was distracted, man. Yeah. Ah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady just chucking it around. We've said this whole the whole second half here. He's just been fuzzy, man. Fuzzy decision. Those were like easy interceptions. When, who? Uh, it wasn't Donald, but someone came around the side and hit him from the back and threw him, where he like got pushed in the back and his head went to the turf. Ever since then, he's been playing scared, dude. This game's about to be over, huh? Yeah, man. A little too late though from this Tampa Bay defense, man. That's that's kind of the thing, man. Bring this intensity in the in the first half, guys. Yeah, dude. Some of these. They're flying some of these plays. Man, Tom Brady, he looks he looks fucked up. He looks affected, man. Yeah, jeez, man. That's crazy. So Mark, what are you you looking forward to our matchup coming up? Oh, he's looking forward to it. Uh, I'm looking so forward to it, Brad. Um haven't checked any of our, you know, individual matchups or thought about who I'm starting or anything, man. I'm just uh Doing what I do, which is winging it and uh, hoping for the best. Crossing my fingers. I usually, I mean, I try to set up weeks in advance, like kind of generally speaking, but like mm-hmm. I don't think about the very next week until Tuesday. Like I, I let it, I let it reset Tuesday morning. I get up Tuesday morning and I go, okay, next week. Now I start looking at matchups. I look at my opponents' mm-hmm. matchups. I look at teams around the leagues, their matchups, like in relation to what I need for my team in that week, like so. I just start looking, start navigating all the information. There's a lot of information to go around out there. If you really look at everybody's teams, all the statistics, all that shit, man. Like, it's 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 oh, interesting because yeah. like you, I go into it, I go, okay, well, right out the gate, like, so some waivers. I like Gus Edwards this week as the number one running back. Like, he's a running back of value for sure. I mean, you might put him if I was ranking running backs. You might put him thirteen this week up against the Steelers defense. Uh-huh. And if he had a better matchup, he might be talking about maybe a number six running back in a week. I don't know. Depending on the week, um, he's going to be a really nice play. So, so he's going to be at the top. But it's like, okay, who's looking for that running back? Who has that room on their roster for the running back? So, who's likely to be putting the waiver claim? Like, you're just like fucking chop, chop, chop right through all that stuff. You could get lost down that fantasy rabbit hole, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Quick. 
<laughs> that's that's my thing is you know i i've learned over the years that i can't i can't dwell on the what ifs you know yeah. what if i wouldn't have picked up the shitty atlanta defense and you know picked up carolina or somebody like that but i don't think i would have won anyways but I mean, because you can really drive yourself crazy. Oh, yeah. You can put yourself in the nut house if you sit there and like go back and look at every little break or decision that didn't go your way, or that if you would have done this instead of doing this. So I kind of like to just look ahead, man, and keep driving the bus forward. You guys know which bus I'm talking about? Magic. Mode. We clam banked it over the summer, man. We were on it, dude. We took. I changed that tire like forty times. We took a journey, man. Dude, we hit every NFL city, man. If you guys ready for that road trip again next year? I don't know, man. Maybe we should just fly. Should we fly? Yeah, let's get a different vehicle <laughs> next year. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. Let's get the Madden bus. Let's get a Hyperloop. <laughs> Kill it. <laughs> so here. Now I got to bring up my stats because the game is over. All right. So will move to first place because of points. But after that, there are five people in between me and Rich. Rich is in ninth place. All five of those people lost. <laughs> so Rich is now leapfrog from ninth place into sixth place, the playoff picture, within one week. Insane. Nice, man. It's crazy. Insane. Sometimes the ball bounces your way, and sometimes it don't. I say him. That's like, like five balls. Brad, like, Mark's, Mark's one of the teams that lost. You're being rude. No, I don't. <laughs> Oh, I know. I'm not <laughs> trying to be insensitive. I'm not trying to be insensitive. Uh, I, I can handle it. it Mark, uh, if it was the other way, I'd be talking about your team. I think that's crazy that he needed that kind of luck. And, like, he was thinking about getting that within three weeks. And then it just. Yeah, it's still. I mean, me and Rich are both still in, like, win out mode. Like, it's got to be. Two, two weeks. Yeah, you got to win. Got to win both, both games. That's what I told Brett. I said, yeah, like. I might have put myself in a good position, but like I still feel like there, it has to be two more wins. Like, no matter no matter if you're sure. any of these teams, you're in your head, you're going, I got to win both these games. If you can go from ninth to six in one week, that means it's so muddled up, yeah, that you can go back to eighth in a week. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's tumultuous for sure. So it is like literally seven people fighting for three spots. It's crazy, time. man. Like I, I think this is one of the closer years we've had. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Usually it's one guy missing out that's really good team and should have got in. Yeah. I feel like it's two or three guys missing out this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be super heartbroken if my team doesn't get in because then I won't be able to, you know, in the first round of the playoffs, put up a nice 75 points like I always do <laughs> and promptly be eliminated in uh, round one. So. <laughs> Mark, Mark's negative perspective, man. <laughs> Shit, dude. I'm telling you, man. Mark. I got Patrick Mahomes and nothing else, Brad. So if Mahomes doesn't uh, put up 40 to 50 next week, I think you got it. Oh, man. I think I had three straight years of fourth place. That was bad. Like, literally, I played. Dude, you had in the last second, second, and then all three of those fourths. Right? Yeah. Oh, God. Second, second, fourth, fourth, fourth. <sighs> oh. So literally, I went. Yeah, I just could not win fucking week 16 or 15, man. It sucks. Yeah, it's a frustrating. Hey, you came out with uh, top points this week, yeah, bro? Yeah, you did. Yep, finally. Nice. Get to scoop your 30 bones and... Thank you, Taysom. Thank you. Hey, it is. I, I was wondering if you... Thank you, Taysom. I wondered if you'd say thank you to your tight end. 
dude. Ice cream, ice cream cake for him, dude. Waiting for him. Oh man, that sounds good. Dude, mint chocolate chip, it's it's all for him. It, Ain't no one allowed to take a piece but him. Wow. Dude, this past week it was honestly like almost a fantasy hack, bro. <laughs> Getting Taysom Hill in there as tight end. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty bizarre, man. Uh, you know, I guess they already changed it. So. Mark Toby called Brad a cheater. Oh <laughs> cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> dude, it's so funny. It's so bizarre because you just wonder, like, okay, Matthew Barry is on there talking about, yes, he's listed as a tight end and, uh, you know, a quarterback this week. Like, what if he was, you know, fighting for the playoffs and going up against really? somebody starting Taysom Hill at well, tight end? I wonder. Uh, I heard I heard someone's take. His reaction. I heard someone's take, and I forget who it was. It was a podcast, but that they said no, like, in our league, if this something came up like this, we would say no. He's not a tight end. Like, he's going to go start like this. Like, we would just shut it down. Like, because we, like, even though the system does it, like, we, we would just come in and, and change it. Like, our rules are our rules. We, we're the ones in charge of our league, not not ESPN. But, but like, but I don't know. Like, for the most part, it, it is more simple to just be like, well, let them just take care of all of that kind of, like, high-end decision-making so it just happens naturally. I, I understand that. So let me ask you this question, Mark. Let's say he's stuck in my tight end, tight end spot because that's where I have him locked right now. So next week, he's he gets the quarterback rating, but for some reason, if he's in my tight end spot, he does not get kicked out. Yeah, Brad, he stays Brad's locked leaving in him. Brad's leaving him in there. I'm leaving him. <laughs> ESPN is going to have to take that motherfucker out, not me. <laughs> so if ESPN doesn't take it out, yeah, what happens? Do then? you feel as a commissioner obligated to? Ah, because see, we have always played it as long as ESPN allows it's like it. Like the system allows. Then, then it, hmm. and it is. It's an interesting acceptable. thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> putting you on the spot, man. It's a toughie, huh? Uh, uh, it is a tough one. It's a conundrum. You know what? I would say that you didn't read the fine print in our league rules, Brad, and it says if you actually start a player out of position like that, then you forfeit. How can I start him? How can I put a kicker in as a running back? I can't do that. system allowed it. The system allowed it. You can't put a guy on IR with an O tag. Well, That's not IR. I think it would be funny. But if, the system uh, allowed it. What I would think would be funny is if the system just zeroed out his points or something at the end of the week. So you got no. Uh, who knows what the system's going to do? It might make you forfeit the game. Yeah, I mean, I'd be very careful. You're at the very dicey situation you find yourself in. They might be like, he's so handsome. There's 48. Here you so go. Handsome. <laughs> What if you he never stays know. in there? All right. Well, I'll let you make that call, Brad. I'm going to put it in your hands. If you feel that uh, you oh, want to leave there. him in there, then you go right ahead, buddy. Curious what and just curious. let you know, I have Darren Waller on my bench, guys. Yeah. I would have kicked Toby's ass with Waller, too. So I don't want people to think, like, oh, he just won because of Taysom. Yeah. I would have beat him up anyway. Taysom got you 30 bucks, though, I think. Maybe. Nope, I would have had 107 anyway, so uh, he only got me 10, 10 more points. Okay, so he would have gotten the 30 bones too. So it didn't really do much except I for the, 30 bones. Except for it is there is a points battle up there at the top too. You're trying to you're trying to get to where you get. To oh, high. I want those 10 points. Yes, yeah, so Ralph's got me by like 50 or something. Yeah, so. you're trying to catch up on some points, so those points are important. 
Okay. Yeah, she's Rope had a had a good day. Hey man, you're the you're the guy who always gets to tell the story about which week, the week that you started two quarterbacks. And <laughs> in a one quarterback league. <laughs> in a one quarterback league. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you got time, I'll tell it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm already tired of that story, man. <laughs> now you're telling me that story is going to repeat next week. Uh, is it going to be the sequel? Uh, no, they, they, yeah, he's he's out, man. He's your backup quarterback now. That's fine, Brad. Do you think you'll do you think you'll get a he's start? Still, out he's always welcome at our dinner. Table, you think you get a start out of him the rest of the year? No, no. Nah, I looked at it. I, I was thinking yes, but then I looked at it. No. You're gonna let Russ cook? Yeah. I think that's wise. Why not? I said it's wise. Yeah, I said I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he can cook an egg 137 different ways, dude. 137 different eggs. 137 different ways, man. What's your favorite? That, huh? Over easy. Oh. Perfect. Poached? You seem like a poached egg kind of. Oh, oh. man. Over easy, man. <laughs> right. wouldn't, that, DK, wouldn't that be DK, a... he throws it over and DK makes it look easy. Can you imagine Brad just sitting there over a freaking poached egg? Like, what the hell? Yeah. What am I watching? Just getting after it. Or maybe a pickled egg. You can go with that, oh, too. Oh, pickled egg, my ass. My ass. Oh, see, now we're, now we're getting back into the, you know, food talk here, so... Let's talk about Turkey Day. It's coming up, guys. Gobble, gobble. and It's a holiday. It's literally dedicated to eating food and watching football. So, hell yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. You know, I got a little confession to make. I'm not a big fan of Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. That was until my brother-in-law came into my life. His name is Don. And he took over Thanksgiving with my family, and we no longer do. Uh, uh, traditional turkey Thanksgiving. We do this beautiful smoked pulled pork he does with mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, like barbecue style. And it's fucking okay. delicious. Mm. Who doesn't like barbecue on Thanksgiving? I thought you were going to say you guys throw the turkey in the deep fryer to switch it up, but you go with uh, pulled pork, huh? Yeah. Hey. And word of advice, don't ever throw a turkey in a deep fryer. I have a buddy who burned down his condo trying that. Oh, my so. God. You're kidding me. <laughs> that shit can explode. That's I almost set my condo or my apartment on fire in college. Deep frying meatballs. <laughs> Jeez. Tossed them in there, too. The whole countertop caught on fire. Had pulled the extinguisher and everything. But I'll tell you what, Brad. I, I thoroughly enjoy Thanksgiving food. So... On my perspective, I'm thinking, nah, man, like give me, give me some turkey lurkey and and some mashed potatoes and some gravy and some biscuit stuff. That's what it is. Uh, well, how I you hate indicas. I'm I'm not a big tryptophan guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't like those indicas. Well, I'll take some turkey indica. <laughs> <laughs> so on the couch, give me that indica. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that, man. I, I, and want some football? I think um, this year we're we're keeping it low key. So I'm gonna like actually. That's kind of been the trouble. Is like usually as a family, like I gotta like travel around, and you know now that they do three games, it's like it was like tough, man. I would I would like miss out like on like spots of all the games. I was like, man, this sucks. <laughs> like I'm just missing the game, missing the game, missing the game because I'm bebopping. This time I'll yeah. I'll be able to catch. I think 
pretty much predominantly all of it. Well, shout out to all the moms and the wives out there that do prepare all those delicious uh, side dishes and items that you were uh, just talking about. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, I just always love the Thanksgiving spread, man. So much good food. And then, like you said, Brad, the tryptophan kicks in along with whatever other edibles or vapes you got going on. Don't forget about Russ. He's cooking too. Mm. <laughs> He, he literally probably makes one of the best twice baked mash, twice baked potato I've ever tasted, man. <laughs> it is like fucking delicious, dude. The way he just sprinkles that shit on there, just like man, he's got a little touch. That's DK. He knows. How do you think DK got so? See good? that that the, the, in, in the main. that meal that hit him right in the face. He didn't even know it was there. <laughs> he ate a little bacon. Hands are a little slippery. <laughs> he cleaned his hands. It's all good now. We talked about it, man. Hey, uh, hey, real quick. Up those hands, man. I have some. You can't get mad. He's going to come knocking on your door one of these days. I had a couple waiver wire wide receivers for you, real quick. I'll go through them. Uh, Mike Williams is looking pretty nice lately as well. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, they're, they're chucking the ball around, throwing the ball about 38 times a game. So that's something to get interested in. Uh, Michael Pittman, I don't know if you guys saw him. He sparked, man. He looked mm-hmm. nice. Catch yeah. yards after the catch. I, I like what he's, he's bringing in that aspect. And uh, Brad tried to jinx him, and it just still hasn't come to fruition. I think they still utilize this guy a lot, Nelson Aguilar, in in Las Vegas, man. He looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, still some freaking – He He is dropping balls, though. But... Yeah, 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 but he's still getting his fucking – it's a respectable if you job, If you want a guy, like, if I'm looking at wide receivers at this point in the season and it's a guy who's still getting nine, ten targets a game, I'm down for that, dude, like, and especially in that offense. He, kind of, huh? he looks like an old Amari Cooper, man. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Maybe, yeah, uh, uh, a click downgrade from an Amari Cooper. But high-powered offense, and I like what Derek Carr's been doing lately, so – I like what Nelson Aguilar brings. I don't have room for him on my roster per se, but he's definitely someone viable. And then I had a couple tight ends too. Oh, I guess I didn't. Irv Smith, I was thinking that's kind of if um, Adam Thielen's out. I think they'll have to like divert a little bit of the passing attack. And then I had Jordan Aikens. He's looked pretty good. He's looked pretty good. Dalton Schultz found the end zone in uh, Dallas. I yeah, there was too. like um, actually about 20 yards of separation between him and everybody else on the field on that play. I don't know what happened yeah. there, but yeah, yep. <laughs> he got a nice easy touchdown. But yeah, it is kind of like when you get past a certain level at the tight ends, you are just like almost in that dart throw area of, of getting a touchdown. Yeah. You're either getting a touchdown or maybe you're going to get about 60, 70 yards like or two Russian touchdowns. If if it happens to be a guy who wears black and gold, you might get two rushing touchdowns and two hundred and thirty three yards throwing. I don't know. These are the things that tight ends do, I guess. It's kind of funny when you look at his stats, it says zero reception, zero yards, twenty four points. It's a very twenty twenty uh thing yeah. that happened there with Taysom Hill, man. It's kind of just like, yeah, uh, well, that's twenty twenty for you. Tight end starting a quarterback. Do your research. Find your articles. Do your research. Sometimes you hit gold. 
Come on, for every one of these that actually hit, there was a Gronk that never even played in the NFL. So that's right. Uh, so you guys got anything about these games on Thursday or? Yeah, man, let's, we're talking about Turkey Day, man. Let's get into the appetizer game. That's going to be the Texans and the Lions. Uh, you know, what do you guys have as an appetizer for Thanksgiving, right? You're talking about eggs, maybe some deviled eggs. What about those? Or some little spinach artichoke dip. I mean, what, what's the appetizer besides alcohol? The appetizer? Know. You know, somebody throw some food Cheese out there. Crackers? Yeah, maybe like a meat and cheese board or something. Oh, if you got meat and cheese board, I'll go to town on that. My mom always has like um, she'll put like a shrimp cocktail out. Oh, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, uh, like a crackers with cheese, different types of cheese stuff. Uh, she does these little uh, spinach balls. They're kind of good, man. I don't, I don't even really like spinach, but like I don't know exactly what goes in them, but it's spinach and then like some like cornmeal type stuff, and like you bake it all up with like cheese and stuff. Yeah, they're really good. I don't even like spinach, but they're. I mean, every year, I eat that. every year I get like, cornmeal cheese done. Yeah, it, it's really good, Brad. Like, yeah, it's spinach, but like, mm, yum spinach, yum yum. <laughs> like how Popeye likes spinach. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't mind spinach. Yeah, I like spinach. I, like spinach. I am what I am. Yeah, we're not doing Thanksgiving with them this year, but. Um, yeah, next year, maybe I'll swipe a few of those, put them in Noel's purse, and bring them for you. <laughs> pop them in there. Oh, take this home for me, honey. I need some of these spinach balls. Yeah. He's picking off the lint as he gives it to me. Yeah, man. They're still good. Still good I brought you They're these. worth it. <laughs> I brought you these, so you can have them. Uh, yeah, so Houston and Detroit, uh, anything? I mean, both these teams are having pretty rough years. Detroit got blanked last week, twenty to nothing. So expect them to come out with more fire. No one likes to get blanked two weeks in a row. There's a little. I, I see the 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 pathway to some fireworks in this game because yeah, the Lions will be fired up, um, but the Texans like I think they're like they're a team that just beat the Patriots, so they they probably feel a little good about themselves, regardless of like. What the Patriots are and what their record is, you still you beat them, you get you get a little pumped up from that. So I think um, oh, interesting game. I, I I have to consider starting Duke Johnson this week, in my opinion, because it seemed to me the Lions are awful against the run. Mike Davis was busting them up, man, like <laughs> making them look silly. I was like that whole game. I was just like, man, like. To be honest with you, I was very tense during that game. I thought I thought he was going to bust like a big run. I thought a big run was coming at one point. So I think like a little bit more like spry back would be able to like hit those same holes. Like Mike Davis is nice. Like I like what he does. He's a rumbler tumbler. But um, so I, I'm I'm kind of like considering Duke Johnson coming up in this matchup this week. We'll see what happens. I'm not sure, though. But I think that Lions defense is just terrible against the run. I, that's what I would say. I do think the Lions are more equipped with playing on Thanksgiving than any other NFL team, kind of. Yeah. Maybe the Packers. But I just feel like when they, like, enjoy, they embrace it, where other teams are like, I don't want to fucking play this day. So they might have a little different mindset. There might be some Houston guys that are like, shit, I don't really want to play. So I don't. I do think Houston will win. But I see it being a low-scoring affair. like Well, not low, but today's standards, like a 23-20. And I do think Houston wins. 
Well, guys, then next up after that is the main course. So you know what this means. Turkey, gravy, stuffing, uh, maybe some uh, corn casserole. Uh, what else are we going to throw in there? Have, you guys go for the uh, cranberry sauce with that? My grandma always makes like four different types of potatoes. Yeah, some potatoes, obviously mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, the potatoes gratin, where it's like uh, layered layered slices of potatoes with like cheesy butter stuff in there. Oh, that's the shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll <laughs> fill up my whole plate and usually drizzle some gravy over just about everything, yeah. unless it's like uh, the cranberry sauce or something. <laughs> Yeah. Which I don't know why I keep bringing that up because I don't even like it. I hate it. Oh, I like cranberry sauce. It won't be on my plate. I put it on a separate plate, though, a whole separate plate. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to touch it. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's nasty. <laughs> yeah. You don't want that. Do you guys like the real cranberry sauce or like the a can? I'll have both. Sauce? I like actually both. I don't know why. Yeah. It's not my favorite thing. I guess I'll eat it. Uh, What's the other thing? The green bean casserole with the crunchy onions on top? That's some good Oh, shit. I love those crunchy onions. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't touch those green beans. You don't touch them. <laughs> <laughs> Just skim right off the top. They look uh, at the Yeah, it's like hash browns. I only eat the crispy ones. It's kind of it's kind of like this game you were leading into. Like, do we want to like really get into that? Like, our... scrape them to the side. Scrape them to the side. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, so you eat that delicious food, and the best part is you have a horrible football game with terrible teams. So, you you know, you kick back in the recliner, the tryptophan kicks in, the indica kicks in, and take yourself a nice little football nap. That's the plan. You can listen to this game and get the gist. Yeah. Washington. You can wake up in the fourth quarter and see it's okay. It's 13 to 12. I would say, I would say to me, Chase Young is kind of like, Brinking onto the under that level of a guy you just want to watch a football game and see what he does, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Like especially in a like uh, kind of like maybe like a juicy matchup against the Cowboys, he might get in there and rattle Andy Dalton's head. Yeah, and it's Thanksgiving, so you got to imagine Zeke's going to want to eat. So if Zeke's having a good game, that they'll be worth keeping an eye on. But uh, you know, if you got some family obligations or things to do on Thanksgiving. The, well, really, either one of those first two games. Go ahead, get it done. You know, make sure you eat, watch a little bit of football, and then settle in for this last game, guys. Well, real quick, I just want to say, like, when you watch those NFC least teams or whatever we nickname them, I just like to say that the term "everything is relative" truly does apply to these things. Because when you watch these games, you kind of forget that these teams are awful because they're so bad. They're playing each other like. Man, this is close. Oh, my God, they won by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then they play any other team in the NFL, and you're like, wow, that, that these teams are atrocious. So That's a good point. It is kind of nice when they pair them up together, but when they get outside their division, I really have no interest in watching those games. That's a good point. When you when they're in the division, they're, they're playing each other. It's going to be a tough game. It, it should be where they're battling, so at least – you're almost, I wouldn't say you're guaranteed, but you're guaranteed a, a fight. You're, you're going to get equal motivation out of these teams, especially sitting there at the same record. I mean, it could be like the last person that gets the win in the season gets first place. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking NFC East. Crack me up, guys. Well, let's uh, settle in for that nightcap, guys, for the dessert, the pumpkin pie, uh, Coconut cream pie, that's a big hit on the Thanksgiving, you know, with my family. 
Brad doesn't like pumpkin pie. I need pie. Oh man, I'll give me two slices of pumpkin pie, dog. Yeah, nasty. I mean, you know what, Rich? I don't even like cheesecake. Oh, dude, get uh, it out of here! Actually, we're gonna have that too, man. A little strawberry cheesecake, uh, and that is awesome. What do you eat for delicious? Okay, tell me then. What do you eat for dessert on Thanksgiving? Pretzels. Uh, I'll kind of pick around some apple pie. Salty bastard. Don't rain yeah. on my dessert parade, Brad. I don't like it when the apple slices are really thick, but if they're like kind of like a little bit more chopped up, I like that apple pie. You know what's really dope right now? I have I have a pumpkin pie downstairs. I'm going to go have a slice after this fucking podcast is over. Get it. Yeah, Get dude. It, I'm going to. Start celebrating early. Yeah. Dude, I'm not going to lie. We went to my buddy's house. We were smoking afterwards. <laughs> He's like, hey, you want some Thanksgiving leftovers? And he heated this shit up in the microwave, and I ate it. I was like, God damn, this is the best fucking Thanksgiving I've ever had. And I was like, holy shit, that's good, you know? See, I don't think you've had good Thanksgivings, Brad. Well, no, well, you're right. Absolutely, you're right. And then, so I was like, damn, your mom cooked this? He goes, no, it's Boston Market. We ordered Boston I was like, oh. Oh, I can tell you stories about Boston Market as I was an employee there during high school. So I'd be coming home with bags Mm. of shit every night. My friends would be waiting for me outside of the house like, dude, you got the mashed potatoes? You got the fucking macaroni and cheese? Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Just have two bags of large sides, bro. (laughs) Well, they'd be like, you know be smoking, wait for me to get off work, and then I get there, and they're like, hell yeah, Mark's bringing food tonight. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The cinnamon apples, the fucking everything, bro. I just bring them large sides home, because they just throw it out, man. It's like, how can you throw out food this good? That mac and cheese is pretty good, though. Yes. Damn, dude, I didn't think about that. I forgot about those uh, apple things. Dude, my neighbor... Uh, made this mac and cheese. It's like Costco mac and cheese, but then he puts two lobster tails and a shit ton more cheese and some other stuff. Whoa. Holy fuck, is it good? Sounds extravagant, but sounds pretty good. <laughs> lobster mac and cheese. <laughs> oh shit! All right, well, Baltimore Pittsburgh yeah. guys. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about this. Is the Get only actual good game, so let's fucking talk about it real quick. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh looking to go to eleven and zero, Brad. Are they getting it done on Thanksgiving night? Well, something tells me that they can't go undefeated, so they got to lose a game. This seems like it would be the perfect game to lose. Baltimore just kind of losing to New England, you know, kind of want to beat up on Pittsburgh. But then I think about Pittsburgh, and I'm like, no, man, these guys are just, it's different. Like, they're not trying to showboat. They're not trying to do this. They're just like, we want to hit you in the mouth. We wanted to win methodically. We're just going to pass the ball to these guys, like Rich said. We're going to run. We're just going to slowly beat you up, and you can't stop us. And I've seen you know, a lot of suspect out of that Baltimore team. So I actually am going to pit Steelers to win and go 11-0. and 0. It's a tough game for me to call, but it's a great game for me to watch. That's what I'll say. I, I could not tell you how the, that the first game was down to the wire and interception, I think, on the last drive. And I think you'll you'll see pretty much the same type of game here. It's just going to come down to the wire. Who's got the ball in their hand? Who makes that clutch play? It's always, like, such a great thing to watch. So I'm, I'm excited. It's good good on the NFL for creating that as the as the dessert, so to say. I, I like it. Good thing. Good shit. Maybe I'll, 
I'll, I'll pick the upset. It'll probably be the upset. Of, I'm going to call the Ravens finally get their heads out of their asses and get a win when their their season's kind of like more on the line here. I mean, they're at the back end of the playoff picture and they need a win. They're more desperate. Oh, I said Patriots. I meant Tennessee. They lost the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Correction. <laughs> Amended. <laughs> I just wonder with Juju, man. I mean, I can't, is this guy going to miss this Thanksgiving night, this huge divisional game from stepping on a flag and tweaking his ankle? That would suck, man. Juju's our guy. I hope he can uh, get back out there Thursday night. Maybe maybe he should tune in and, you know, listen to his song and make everybody yeah, make everybody know, like, yeah, I'm the star. I'll get him fired up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> We're thinking about you. Man. I don't see why not. I th- I think if he plays, he could have a good game. I think um I think that's been what's been interesting is because well if if the Ravens aren't figuring it out, that that secondary is a little suspect lately. Marcus Peters has been doing kind of like those old school Marcus Peters things where he's kind of like jumping too many routes and letting guys really get behind him. So that could be taken advantage of. And like I said, these these wide receivers get their targets. So look out for them. You know, I gave up Deontay Johnson in a trade, and maybe I regret that just maybe a little bit because I don't have the piece of that 11 plus. Are they 11 and 0 now? Going for 12 and 0 in this week? Is that right? Uh, they're going for 11. Going, for, going 11, for 11. Going for 11. 10 and 0, though. I mean, yeah. Uh, I think that's a, an important qualification is getting getting pieces of, of the best offenses, the best teams at this time of year. So, yeah, I like all three of those wide receivers. I think Juju might play. Yeah, I got a I got a sneaking suspicion. I actually think that uh, Ben's number one wide receiver is the guy you trade away, Rich. Yeah, Deontay Johnson. I I, I, yeah, I knew he, go, he looks for him like all the time. I knew I I I had a kind of like an envision what I envisioned for my team, and I was able to put that together too. So I just wanted that. So um, you know, okay. Deontay Johnson. Yeah, Kenny Drake out of it, so that's not too shit. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to start. I, I like Kenny Drake. I like I like the prospects of the run game of the Cardinals. Like all three of the guys, all three of the guys in the run game: Kyler Murray, uh, Chase Edmonds, and Kenny Drake. I think they're the run game will be like the games that come up for the Cardinals. Like they go on the road to New England, they're going to have to put the ball in in those three guys' hands to win those type of games. So I I, I invested in the Cardinals run game. Like I, you know, I traded Deandre Hopkins, but you know, I I think he'll be productive, but I also thought to myself, well, I I like the run game. I like when we get Max Williams back and he's out there pound caking people and and he's getting back to doing that as he gets healthy. I mean, he's a little dinged up still. So I think as he still gets healthy and plays through it, I like, I like the prospects for our, for our guys, Mark. I like Chase Edmonds' prospects a lot too. I like what they I like what they do with them. Yeah, bro, I agree, man. Uh, I'm just wondering with the Cardinals, man. You know, before we get out of here, they need to they need to rebound after that uh, Seattle loss last Thursday night. So I'm hoping that they can. I think they totally will. I mean, I think they totally expected to get a season split with Seattle going in. So the fact they going with a loss isn't like devastating to them because they're like, you know what. We didn't think we were going to sweep them. It would have been nice if we did. So whatever, we're tied up with them. We're one game back. Let's just stay focused. And I don't think it was a devastating loss. Yeah, that's true. They didn't come out of there with any like major injuries or anything like that. So it's good news, man. Kyler got a little banged up. So we'll yeah. see if that's lingering. But his, his shoulder, like uh, me and Rich were talking about, after 
he dinged up his shoulder a little bit, he kind of didn't run with the ball as much. And so I felt like that kind of made them a little, you know, two dimensional versus three dimensional. So I do think they kind of like protected him after that. So, but yeah, I mean, the cars got to get it straightened out. They they do have the they have the Patriots this week, and then they have the Rams the week after that at home. But um, so yeah, they're gonna <laughs> they, they got to win some games, man. They gotta they gotta pull one of those, that's for sure. And then yeah, they play the Rams. They got to pull one of those. They play them twice coming up. So that's gonna actually tell the story, man, because. Yeah. Uh, the Rams just won again, so they're seven and three right now. I think they're making a statement that they're a fucking pretty good fucking team. But yeah, I mean, we are sitting, we're sitting in the seventh position as the Arizona Cardinals right now, so um, that's looking pretty good. I like that. So, but you know, we gotta gonna have to put more wins on top of it. I think you're gonna have to get to ten and six to to secure that seventh position, probably. So um, it's in range, and I think the Cardinals can do it. But clean some stuff up, man. They had some fucking <laughs> nasty penalties this week. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up right there. And we want to make sure the listeners know, you know, after uh, checking us out on Facebook and Instagram and all the pod platforms, like, you know, a good listener should, giving us the support that we need. Uh, we're going to go ahead, you know, kick back, take the rest of the week off. I think we've earned it as a podcast, guys. What do you think, man? Check back in here next Monday with some more uh, fantasy nuggets. Yeah, man. We'll meet back Monday and everybody smoke your greens. We're glad you guys joined the circle and checking in and eat your greens. Eat your greens. Smoke, smoke your greens. greens. Eat your greens. You know, green bean bread, not just the onions off the fucking top. Who does that? <laughs> what do you mean? Who does it? I eat straight from the can. <laughs> uh, good shit. Good shit. Yeah. yeah. Scrape them off the whole dish and everyone else shows up. Like Dude, those French's know? onions. Onions Those well. things are fucking good. Real man. quick, since it is Thanksgiving, I will say I am I am thankful for what we've done here. I think this has been a good experience for us, man. I think this has been great. Um, I'm I'm thankful that we started this fucker up and and really tried to do something with it and put a put a lot of effort in and putting out a pretty good. Yeah, product. No shit, in my man. opinion, we're putting out a pretty good product and. I think it's been good. I, I I think you guys helped me through my my dark period of losing six six freaking games in a row. So I appreciate that, <laughs> dude. If you if you go three wins off the bat, lose six, and then a four game winning streak at the end, that'd be a pretty epic season, dog. Yeah. Like, holy shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got fucking. I got a couple. Not recommended. Not recommended. That's that's the heart attack way to go, bro. That's <laughs> yeah. like the cardiac kid putting my ticket to the test this season yeah for sure yeah buddy <laughs> but no man yeah good I, I you know it's fucking crazy year but i am thankful for some stuff man so it's good sweet bro brad what are you thankful for besides christmas onions or crispy onions? christmas onions, christmas onions. <laughs> that sounds good <laughs> I like Christmas onions too. I'm gonna get you some onions for Christmas, bro. You deserve fucking onions. As long as they're crispy, that's fine, crispy, man. Crispy oh, Christmas yeah. onions. Yeah, some onion rings, whatever you need. Put it in your stocking. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. All right, guys. Well, let's uh, yeah, let's get on out of here, man. And we'll encourage all the fans to have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Kick back, enjoy it with your families, watch some football. And look for us next time on the Organic Football Podcast. Late. Gobble, gobble. Jive talking turkeys. Jive talking turkeys. Doing a lot of gobble, gobble. <laughs>
turkey lurky do and turkey lurky do. Bitch, I live in a trash can. Of course I'm grouchy.